Hello and welcome to the Venture Talks podcast. I'm your host, Robert Fitzhugh from FilmSmart Productions, and I help make podcasts for the Venture Business Network. The Venture Talks podcast aims to provide bite-sized information with the sole purpose of helping SMEs and venture members get a better understanding of how people are running their businesses today. In this podcast, you will get hints and tips as well as practical insight from venture business members on how they run their day-to-day operations. Venture Business Network brings together a dynamic community of business owners and leaders, allowing them to share their knowledge and connections to support one another in developing a successful business. And this is exactly what doing this podcast is all about. In this episode, we chat to Jared Tannum about his business, Island Bridge. Island Bridge follows a story-based approach to marketing. They work with businesses to develop a strategic brand framework, all designed to help build new relationships, strengthen existing ones, gain a competitive edge, and build bridges to their customers and to other markets. How are you doing, Jared? Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. How are you? I'm well. Uh, thanks, Robert. Uh, good to be here. Yeah, perfect. Uh, for those listening, um, do you want to let give people a bit of insight into kind of who you are and what your company does? Yeah, of course. I'd be delighted to. Um, well, we're Island Bridge um, Brand Development. Um, we set up uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, in order to help uh, business owners typically, although organizations of all types, um, to build a bridge through branding um, into the markets or audiences that they were looking to, to serve. Um, so we, we use a, a fairly simple process um, to try to get an understanding of what a business or organization is looking to do, who they're looking to reach, and then what's the most uh, appropriate way for them to, uh, to reach out to uh, the people uh, on the far shore um, of, of, of their uh, business. And does that, does that stretch, when you say into branding, does that stretch into every aspect of it? Or is it, is it really just about finding the right audience for a person's product or service? No, it's it's it um, applies to all parts of it. See, I mean, we see a brand as quite simple in, in in many ways. We see the brand as reflecting the relationship between the person buying and the person selling. And the notion of kind of buying and selling, of course, applies kind of right across the board. You could be a political party, for example, looking to uh, sell a particular message to win a vote, etc. Or you could be a not-for-profit uh, organization looking to secure funding, etc. So we 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 take the the, the view that. Uh, um, when, when you're selling something uh, in, into a, a market or into an audience, um, you need to uh, reach out, you need to connect, uh, you need to, to build a bridge. So we consider kind of all aspects of how, uh, first of all, you might position yourself and then um, you know, where your, your audience is, um, where they're listening or, or, or viewing you, uh, what they're hearing and, and what you're saying, etc. So try to get an understanding of all aspects of the, uh, of the relationship. Uh, between the two people and uh, an understanding then of what's required to uh, to to ensure that everything you do and everything you say uh, is kind of building on that relationship perfect and like how did you what's your story how did you end up down this road in terms of <laughs> island bridge it, it, it's a long story but i'll start as, as close to the end of the story <laughs> rather than the beginning of the story as i can um i spent 10 years uh, living in hong kong back in the late 80s and 90s and whilst I was there, I was involved in uh, running a number of businesses and setting up a, a, a couple of businesses as well, um, mostly in the entertainment space, uh, uh, the arts, um, uh, you know, 
festivals, events, etc. And what what I found was is that I, I was spending a lot of time uh, with different people trying to uh, to get an understanding, a handle on who, for example, might buy a particular piece of uh, artwork by a particular artist, um, or who might listen to a particular piece of music by a, a musician, or who might uh, want to sponsor an event, for example, a poetry festival, who might want to sponsor it. So I, I found myself kind of in that space between um, the person who had something to, to sell and the person who might want to buy it from them. Um, and so I was doing that kind of every day in my own business and sometimes uh, on behalf of other businesses. When I came back to Ireland in, uh, in the late 90s, um, I, I, I discovered that there was nobody really in Ireland uh, kind of doing what I had been doing, which is, I suppose, taking up that position, which was uh, kind of medium um, agnostic. I, I, I didn't really care too much about uh, what the medium was. I was more interested in the relationship between the person who had something to, to offer and the person who uh, might want it. And the very first thing I did when I came back was uh, I was engaged by the then uh, National Safety Council to, to, to devise a road safety campaign um, to, 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 to help uh, reduce the number of road deaths uh, in Ireland, which at the time were about 450 a year. We were killing um, about wow. 450 people a year on our roads. So we devised a campaign which uh, um, um, turned out to be a, a kind of a seminal campaign, uh, quite a, a pioneering approach, which uh, reduced road deaths um, at the time by about 40% uh, in, in the months that, that, that followed and really made the, the blueprint, gave them a framework um, for the great work that the, the uh, National Safety Council, as it was then and now the Road Safety Authority, have done in the meantime, which is reducing road deaths from 450 to about 150 a year, which is still too many. But yeah. uh, it's obviously a, a huge improvement. So I guess I, I, I discovered at that that the approach that I was taking um, and, and that uh, understanding that that I had developed of uh, of how uh, people buy and sell, um, what what was was potentially available to kind of anybody who had something to uh, uh, to sell or to anybody who wanted to buy something. So really, from 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 that start back in kind of ninety nine. Uh, 2000 uh, developed a framework which uh, which which I um, which I offered through Island Bridge. I set up Island Bridge in 2004 because um, there was a sense at, at that time that uh, the the Irish marketplace was was crying out for somebody who would you know, you know take an approach which wasn't automatically going to advertising or automatically going yeah. to PR, or which was actually looking at the the um, the, the context and deciding uh, with the business owner or the organization uh, owner um, what, what they required in order to bridge the gap. And I just, because I'm really curious about it, because you, you, my, back, uh, my background originally is in the arts, but I'm just curious, do you find that the, 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 that relationship between the, the, the person buying and the person selling, do you find that there's, there's depending on the, because I remember you were, you were saying that you didn't, you know, what, what they actually, essentially what they actually sell isn't really important. It's, it's just that relationship and regardless yes. of what it is, do you find that it changes drastically from, from the different sectors you've worked in? Uh, the only reason I ask is I'm, I'm very interested in the, in, 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 in why somebody buys art, if you know what I mean, because sure. it, me, me as a, me as a consumer, I don't I have no interest in buying art especially yeah. particularly expensive pieces. So I'm just curious, is it, is it, is it drastically different per that, that not that rationale or that connection. Of uh, it, 
it, it is, Robert, but I'll tell you what's, what's kind of interesting about it is that it can be dramatically different sometimes within a sector. So, oh. uh, so, so for example, to, to stick with the, the example of, of somebody buying art, um, uh, the, the, you know, there are, are, are dozens of reasons why you might uh, buy a, a piece of art um, beyond, you know, the decorative or beyond the, the investment, uh, for example. You, you might buy, buy a piece of art because uh, it, it, it helps you to kind of connect um, with somebody in, in another place in time. It may, it, you might buy a piece of art because uh, you, you want to feel special about, you know, for it to reflect something about your understanding of the world. So there's all sorts of reasons why you might buy uh, art. So even within something as relatively narrow as a sector as, as, as art or, you know, you know travel, um, you know, you, you can go almost into any sector and you'll find that uh, there, there are people have different reasons for buying. And I think one of the mistakes many business owners make is that they assume that the, the reason that somebody buys from them is largely the same as the reason why um, a customer might buy from somebody else that they're competing with. And the kind of failure to distinguish, first of all, on the seller side to be able to say, uh, we, we have a particular relationship with uh, with our customers, with our market, uh, with the people we sell to, that if, if, if that if you make a mistake that that's the same relationship that a competitor might have uh, with them uh, well then you're you're simply uh, competing on price or you're competing on uh, on, on access or, or location or or some other uh, some other thing which can be too easily replicated so what we try to do is to, is to kind of tease out what's specific to the relationship that that you might have with a, a particular um, um, uh, customer mix, and uh, and then to ensure that everything you do and say um, uh, sits right on that uh, that line, if you like, or on that on, on that bridge. In, in, right, that's, in, in our thinking, you know. That's no, that's really interesting because it's like oftentimes people would, or I would know people who, who who compete with their competitors based solely on the service that they offer and how cheap they can make it, whatever. And and even now, because I do a lot of stuff with video, and even now, it's it's there's, because there's such a a drive towards sort of authenticity and things like that. It's, 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 it's asking people what makes you different. Why are people buying from you and not your competitors? And, and a yes. lot of times it comes down to your personality or it comes down to how people feel about you That's uh, or it. how people feel about your business and how your business is represented. Um, and, and, you know, that can go a long way to, to, to superseding something like a cheaper price or, because people, people will oftentimes people will pay more for a product, um, yes, uh, yeah. but they need. There's a whole. I'm assuming from your side, there's a whole sort of psychology that goes into to to how they approach that business and why they would spend more money, yeah. um, and it's not just a, a competition in services. No, that that's just really really interesting. Uh, I find the whole because the whole. I, I, anytime anything dips into the psychology behind the sales and things like that, I always find find very very interesting. Um, in terms of everything that's going on at the moment. Uh, have you been able to? Has it been business as usual, or have you um, been able to? Have you have you have you found yourself kind of affected by it slowed down? No, it 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 it, it hasn't been business as usual in large part because it, it hasn't been business as usual for many of our clients. Yeah. So I, I suppose at any one time we might be engaged with uh, maybe five or six uh, kind of significant client projects. Um, and, uh, and and that was true of 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 of, of our business about uh, two months ago. So what we found was is that probably fairly reflective of what's been happening in the economy uh, at large uh, and the world at large is is that um, of of those five or six, 
Um, one is, is still very much business as usual. So we're working away, albeit at a distance, but uh, we're, we're working away um, on the, the various aspects of, of the implementation of, of, uh, of their brand framework for them. Um, some of the others um, have either um, kind of largely stopped themselves or certainly stopped in terms of business development. So there's, there's many of them are, are, uh, are, are kind of working in support of their customers uh, rather than uh, kind of doing anything in the in the brand development space. So we, we have a number of projects which are currently on hold, uh, kind of hopefully uh, to, to, to pick up again as our clients kind of go back to work as they as they uh, reoccupy their premises and, and, and begin kind of the, 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 the physical uh, work of what they do. Um, but, uh, but, but but of course, what we have found is, is that, uh, like everybody else, is uh, that we're we're trying to kind of support our clients uh, at a distance um, and kind of keep the the, the, the the physical distancing. The big problem we're fortunate insofar as that, uh, as as luck would have it, uh, we weren't engaged um, kind of two months ago in kind of any active surveying work because a good deal of what we do. Uh, sees us out on site, um, not just with our clients, but sometimes with our customers. So over the last couple of years, I've 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 you know walked uh, a field in in Belgium with a farmer. I've, uh-huh. You know I, I've met with uh, uh, people on building sites in in um, in Holland and and, and France. Um, I've stayed in hotels in the UK for for a client there. Uh, you know to get an understanding of of, of oh, their nice. business. So that that's something that is is going to be a big challenge for us. It's certainly in the short term, um, hopefully not in the long term. Um, and uh, it's, it's something that we're, we're kind of having to wrestle with at the moment is to, is to determine how can, we, how, how can we kind of walk in the shoes of our clients' customers um, um, without actually uh, you know, getting on a plane. or yeah. uh, Because that, that's been a huge part of, of, of our business over the last... Um, kind of a dozen years is is that that willingness we have, and it is a willingness because although people um, will often say they kind of they'll do what it takes to research a, a market, um, we're willing, unlike many others, to to get on a plane or to jump in a car and and, and to travel and 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 get in front of people. Um, and I think that's going to be a big challenge for us all, and not just an island bridge, but I think it's going to be a big challenge for us all. Is uh, you know I th- I think the one thing that the the lockdown has uh, has has proven is is that uh, uh, nothing beats face to face really is that, that that you can compensate but but ultimately it's good to get in front of people. Yeah, it's a, it's a very funny um, not a very funny but it's a very interesting experiment in the sense that before this happened that there was always a lot of talk of of what people should do more like this and people will eventually go more online and then when everyone's kind of driven to do it. The, not that the novelty, but the the you quickly realize the benefit of of face to face. And yeah. and when it initially started, and everyone's online, it was like it's great. I can do business as usual. And 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 gradually, this fatigue set in because people were like, well, it's not the same. Um, and no. it, it, and no. you're lacking the personal aspect of it is lacking. There's a lot of you're you're accomplishing a lot. You're talking to people. You're covering a lot of ground. But you'd have to argue, is it as beneficial as 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 covering less ground, especially in a and maybe again in a business that you're in, where 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 it pays to understand how how a, what a business is how a business operates and what their personality is like almost, and you exactly. can't really glean that from 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 yeah. from talking to people on online. And no, and I, and I think what you find is is that uh, um, 
you know, particularly as as video has come into to uh, to play, and and you'll really appreciate <laughs> this better than most, given what you do. But is that it's actually exhausting, um, because you, to a certain extent, you're 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 having to perform a little, mm. uh, and the people that you're interacting with are also performing. So you're you're watching out for visual cues. You're looking to 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 get an understanding of, of what's actually going on in the conversation or in the meeting. And we have a client who's in the the kind of engineering. Um, space and uh, by, by their nature they're they're typically kind of out and about on site etc and and even their kind of site meetings while they may be held in a meeting room um, tend to be you know kind of practical kind of quite physical by nature mm. and, and th- th- they've reported to me that uh, they're finding it absolutely exhausting um, running their business through video um, and and they've had to introduce a, uh, a kind of a limit on the number of meetings they hold in a day because uh, they, 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 they found their teams were just reporting themselves to be absolutely flaked at the end of, uh, yeah, it's, of, of it's a funny. working day. Because <laughs> I've been doing an awful lot of teaching online and I've been doing like I did day long class, uh, day long classes and it's, it's, it's exhausting. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's exhausting because especially in a teaching environment for me, you f- there's an energy that you feed off pupils in a class from reading facial expressions yes. and the questions they ask. It's fully practical without any of that. Uh, yes. It requires maximum concentration with minimum um, audience input and it becomes exhausting. And by the end of it, yes. you're shattered. Um, and again, the trade-offs are, oh, sure, you don't have to travel there and you don't have to do this and do that. But I, I feel that you would get more value from a class, a physical lecture um than you would from from sitting in a room but i mean that there's there's challenge i'm sure maybe i don't know in terms of adopting for the future for yourself like in terms of 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 with one eye on the fact that you'll be able to go back and 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 maybe go to these hotels there probably will be an element of this uh like on the online element will probably be be a bigger impact on a lot of people's businesses moving forward do you see that you you think that it'll go back to when everything lifted it'll go back to normal or do you think you'll have to have an element of this added into it um, no, I think there'll there'll have to be a uh, an element of this added in because I, I look I, I think it's already kind of a, a clear that that uh, businesses that could potentially uh, go completely to working from home or almost completely to, to working from home with, with kind of limited uh, um, people numbers going going into offices, for example, I think it's already obvious that that uh, that, that it's not going to go to one hundred percent. Uh, of of home working or remote working, um, there will I think there will be a blended um, mm. um, element to it. So I guess for ourselves and for many of our clients, it'll be about incorporating those blended um, kind of elements and deciding on the right mix for a, a particular uh, type of business. But uh, but I do believe that for you know while restaurants for example um, are, are understandably going to sort of a, a potentially a blended approach over the next year and a half you know until until uh, hopefully at some point we're we're, we're safe to, to go back to restaurants and, and, and pubs and hotels and the same sorts of numbers and in the same ways as, as, as we did before um, but I you know I, I, I think everybody believes uh, and I think they're right that it is that blended approach is temporary it, it, it's making the the best of, of 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 a very difficult situation, rather than um, uh, the new norm. Yeah, exactly. Like we, we uh, uh, before I set up Bridge, we were doing a lot of work uh, for a client, uh, for a, co- a company I worked with at the time in the in the US, 
um, um, just before and after 9-11. And there was a, a, an immediate kind of shutdown within the US, as you can appreciate, a kind of post uh, 9-11. Uh, on, on travel uh, and not just their traveling but they were very reluctant for me to travel to them because there was a, a great understandable fear of, of taking to the air again um, at, at that time but and, and I suppose if you'd been looking at this situation then you'd have said well you know is that the kind of the end of air travel will, will people yeah. stop traveling by, 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 by air now I, I, I'm sure there's going to be some long-term knock-on effects in terms of how often we travel and how maybe how easily we, 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 we travel pre-COVID but I, 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 I suspect we will we will return in time to uh, to to a, a world where we, 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 we will want the face-to-face experience. And whether that's close to home, I mean, that, that may be a, 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 a determinant, but I think people will still uh, opt when they can for uh, the direct uh, kind of physical uh, experience with each other. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, uh, yeah, I can see there's kind of a craving for it almost. Um, but uh, no, it's great. And um, maybe there'll be an extra element uh, because some of your business customers will have to adopt online elements. Maybe there's an extra right. element there that comes into, you know, how, 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 is, how is, uh, the relationship between a, a business and their, and their customer online and, and, and how they're perceived and all that sort of stuff. So there might be extra dimensions there that can be yes. explored yeah, further exactly. online. Uh, in terms of, 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 have you been working from home or have you been... Yes. Yeah. Okay, so but, yeah, but I've been, I've been fortunate insofar as I, I've always done a lot of work from home or work from kind of clients, um, kind of uh, premises, you know. So I, I, I'm fairly flexible. I, I, I haven't worked in a kind of conventional office environment for many, many years. Um, so to, to, I'm fortunate in that the, the kind of the adapting to the new. Yeah, our temporary kind of, normal hasn't been as as as, as great. Um, as, as, I think it's 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 more difficult, obviously, for people. I I don't have small kids, um, so I think it's more difficult for for uh, obviously for people who have, you know, very much competing, <laughs> um, um, uh, elements priorities. Within, yeah. yeah, priorities within 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 the kind of the the, the home office environment. I, I I'm blessed. Uh, I don't have that kind of competition. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I mean, I, I like I unless I'm out training, I predominantly work from home. Uh, so this is in terms of a day to day. There's no real impact for me, uh, other than the fact that I obviously can't do physical training, but I do a lot of online stuff anyway. But uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, and I I live all like in a fairly isolated area. So I mean, it's I go for walks, I go everything. I'd, I'd imagine if I lived in the city, it would be it'd be a different story altogether. In yeah. terms of in terms of that isolation element, and things like that, you you you're you're part of networking group. Um, how do you find that sort of element of of interaction and and having that sort of uh, a sort of uh, people in a similar boat to liaise with? Have you found it beneficial? Yes, it, it, it's been huge. I mean, I've always believed in in in, uh, in networking. Um, I suppose it, it it was really struck home to me. Um, back in 98, 99, when I came back from uh, Hong Kong, where I had a, you know, built up over 10 years, a huge network of, 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 uh, of you know, friends, uh, extended kind of family um, and business colleagues, of course. And I found, you know, when I arrived back in, 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 in Ireland, uh, while I still had obviously a, a kind of a family network, I had no um, business network uh, or hardly any uh, at all. Uh, I'd lost contact with a lot of the people I'd been in college with, etc. In the, in those uh, intervening years, so I, from the word go, as soon as I came back to Ireland, I I I, I started to to kind of plug into to to networks, and 
look, I think we, we, we all of us do, uh, some of us consciously and, and, and others unconsciously. I suppose if, you, if you've had a network built up around you over the years, um, you don't necessarily think too much about it. But for me, the, 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 you know, the, the, the facility to be able to kind of pick up a phone, drop an email or, or you know, to, to somebody when, um, you know, maybe I need a bit of help, maybe I need a bit of advice, I want to be pointed in the right direction. And having a group of people who are um, involved in a network um, explicitly uh, to, to, to be available to each other, to help, to try and refer, to identify opportunities together. You know, that's immeasurable. For, for me, uh, you know, the, 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 the venture network that, that, uh, that, that I'm part of is less important to me right this moment in terms of business development um, and, and much more important, uh, in, I think, in terms of, of working out together uh, how we're going to get through this. So there's been, you know, a certain amount of, of looking ahead, trying to see what you know, what the picture of the future mm. looks like, and um, and kind of sharing with each other um, our experiences, and 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 I guess working our way through. Because of course we're all reacting differently to this. For some people, this has been devastating. Uh, for others, less so. Um, I mean, and I'm talking about in the business context. Obviously, as as a society, there's been. Uh, devastation and, and, and on a personal level for so many people but in, in looking at it through the kind of the business lens having a, a group of people who are at different stages in um, kind of coming to terms with what's happening and with planning for, 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 the, for the future just invaluable yeah no it's great it's nice to have just it's also nice it's really nice to know you're not in the same boat it'd be a different story i suppose if if, if certain people could you know excel and and and, and others couldn't and you felt like you're kind of hamstrung you know if it was an industry yes. by industry thing because everyone is in the same boat there's a reassurance in that and being able to kind of reach out to people who in different industries but are also uh, you know in the same boat as you uh, yes. is reassuring and beneficial because everybody has a different approach to things so you, and everybody's learning on the fly kind of thing so 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 your people are picking up tips and tricks and they can liaise with you and their contacts and stuff like that so it's nice to have a thing i'm the same i i don't i didn't have a because my network is predominantly arts based um, yes. uh, from my background so I didn't really have a network of people to liaise with in, in, from different industries or anything like that it's all people from the arts sector and things like that for this particular business venture I do um, so it's nice to have uh, people I can reach out to and talk to who who, who outside of this I, I wouldn't know how to get in contact with or, or wouldn't exactly. know how to reach out to you know what I mean so so it's nice to have that there as a, as a, as a way and give me insight into different industries I'm always learning something as well even from people's reactions to things or how they're dealing with things teaches me something about what I can do in my business that you know moving forward might be beneficial to people um particularly because there's such a desire for video so there's there's a there's a there's, there's i'm learning all the time from that but that's perfect but i uh, won't take up any more of your time but thanks so much for for coming on and having a chat with us um, no, and no. uh hopefully things will uh, be on the up and up from moving forward exactly listen lovely to talk and uh, catch it catch it soon yeah no worries thanks so much Well, there you have it, a great insight into Jared's business. For more information on Island Bridge, head over to www.islandbridge.com. If you're interested in finding out more about the Venture Business Network, you can find out more at www.venturenetwork.ie. If you found this episode useful, be sure to share us on social media. And if you're on iOS, drop into the App Store and give us a review. It helps get the word out. Until next time, stay safe and stay connected.